any interesting comments or mention oh we're going live now okay indeed we are all right let me buckle buckle up kids is it going to be a bumpy ride hello everyone we're just letting the room fill as we normally do welcome to our world of madonna it's I almost bedtime so <laughs> yeah, you're very Barbie appropriate today, Liberty. You know, um, actually. Did you like the movie? I loved the movie. Oh, I love the movie. So good. I, it was, I can't wait to see it again. I'm <laughs> I just saw an ad on Instagram. They're like, go see it again and again. And I was like, yeah, I kind of think after I saw Oppenheimer, I was walking out of the theater and I passed by a screening of Barbie that was already in progress. And I was like, I kind of want to sneak in and see the rest of the movie. <laughs> Just because like Oppenheimer was such a, like a heavy. serious, heavy, long movie. And I, yeah. I, uh, we meant to see, I think we meant to see Oppenheimer, but we did not. So. Barbie was a good choice. I, I, I'm super happy about it. And and I think there's so many things that I maybe could get, you know, out of a second watching. And it's so funny because like my best friend, she was like, I mean, it was okay. I was like, then you didn't get it. You didn't get it. <laughs> I did and think as I was watching, I did think this would have been a fun movie for Madonna to make a cameo in. Absolutely. I would have loved that. Like she could have been like mother Barbie or something. <laughs> Lord knows I'm sure I made my Barbie and the Rockers sing a couple Madonna songs when I was playing Barbies at that age. I loved Barbies. So this was a really great movie for me. And I've ordered Barbies for my classroom. I have two German I saw. Barbies. I hope you dress them up in, in, in cone bras. And, uh, <laughs> for my classroom, Stefan. Stefan. I don't teach. Teach the children. This isn't Madonna Florida. 101. Can, this isn't Florida. You can do what you want. <laughs> it's like, is Florida like... 2.0 over here. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, right. Texas. Mm -hmm. Ben, how, how's the room looking? Are we, should we? Oh, we've, we've got almost 30 people tuning in. We have people, Spencer from the UK and Mario from Mexico. So I think it's time for you to kick us off, Stephanie. Yes. Well, you, you, you start, you, you love starting, Ben. MLVC. Excuse me, but I'm singing in one key and you're singing in another. Poor is the man whose pleasures depend on the permission of Open the door now and suffer. Just give me a fan. I don't trust any man who hasn't kissed another man. I'm waiting. All right, people, it's time to get your dancing shoes on. You're listening to MLVC. It's all Madonna, all the time. Welcome to the party, bitches. Hey, everybody. It's Ben. Welcome back to the function. <laughs> Hey, everybody. It's Liberty. How are you tonight? Hey, everybody. It's Stefan. Welcome to another live edition of MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things. Madonna Louise Veronica Giacconi. We are very Madonna-tastic today. With, if you're not watching this show uh, live with video, uh, we have updated our backgrounds and we're all seeing double madonnas mm -hmm. i've got pink donna ben's got i rise madonna and liberty's got original bedtime story cover madonna so yeah who, hi, needs, hi, the, who needs the sun 
when the rain's so full of light. Yes. Representing the eras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so glad she could be with us tonight. Um, we did invite her to the Zoom, but alas, Madonna must be too busy to join us tonight. Hopefully getting ready for that tour. She's so busy right now. We cannot interrupt the process. Yes. No ecstatic process for Madonna today. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it's actually been a little bit since we've gotten together, all three of us at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, whenever all three of us get together, I always think it's fun to just do a little bit of one of our favorite segments on the show. This week in Chaconi Kids. You know she'll take you. Oh, okay. That was my cue. Yeah, that's Liberty missing her cues. Listen, would it be an MLVC podcast if I made, if I did everything correctly? She's hypnotized by her pink dress. That's right. (laughs) This is when we need a sound effect of Madonna calling for Don Draper. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know she'll take you there. Oh, you're so on tonight, Liberty. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm always I'm always on in my head. Just not. It it's doesn't okay. come out. It's okay. Well, don't just stand there. Let's get to it. It's time for a little. This week in Chaconi. See, I get what I want. Well, let's just say we had big plans for tonight's live broadcast and. Madonna and Live Nation continue to be the elusive foxy ladies that they are. Um, We had planned on talking about the Celebration Tour rescheduled dates. And alas, that's not happening. Uh, Just because they have not come out yet. When are they arriving? That's the the question of the hour across all Madonna fandom. Um, Time goes by oh so slowly. Um, For those who wait. mm, Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't true. wait. If you don't wait, the water's going to boil and the dates will get rescheduled and you'll wake up and have refreshed tickets. Yeah. See, yeah. wouldn't it be great to live in a world where you're not waiting on a Madonna ticket? I know Ben doesn't. He's Ben just writes his poetry and drinks his cocktails. And when Madonna surprises him with the rescheduled tour dates, he'll be surprised. Meanwhile, Liberty and I are literally texting <laughs> on an hourly basis. <laughs> Where are they? What's happening? Yeah, there is a lot of anticipation on my part. And I know on a lot of fans' parts as well, everybody is like refreshing emails and checking Facebook incessantly or threads or whatever your social media preferred uh, venue is just to see if somebody... And now we've seen a few... Well, I have seen a few. I don't know if you guys have seen a few... uh, pop-ups as far as like, oh, these are the rescheduled dates. And then Houston is not there anymore, mysteriously. And um, some other, I imagine there's a lot of little like tweaks and, and, and things that we can't even like even fathom as normal humans who don't work for Live Nation. So, you know, we just have to be patient. Yeah. I I just don't understand why it's taking so long. Yeah. Well, you know, we never learned that lesson from Madonna because all we know is she hates waiting, right? And so here we are, like all as disciples going, I can't wait. That's not fair. It's like, where's what I want right now? Right. This second, everybody should be. Exactly. It's a very um, instantaneous culture that we live in these days where it's, um, well, the one thing uh, uh, that did happen today from the celebration tour that we can 
uh, report on is uh, Nassau Coliseum updated their website to say that they are having a private event from August 13th through October 1st, which, as we all know, Nassau Coliseum is the venue in Long Island in my old college town of, oh, did I freeze? Oh, I'm sorry. I I froze for a moment. (laughs) Yeah, we thought we thought maybe you'd gotten an alert that your dates were rescheduled and you're on a seizure. Uh, Yeah, I'm just like, hold on, kids. I got (laughs) to. So Nassau Coliseum booked out some some time, which I assume is for Madonna celebration tour rehearsals. So they are scheduled to start back up on Madonna's birthday week. I'm sure she's ecstatic about that. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> perfect timing for her. She's probably going to be like, guys, I'm going to the islands and you and Bob the drag queen can start rehearsals and I'm going to be sipping coconut water on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. this would be the first year in a while she's not taken an extravagant birthday trip to Italy or some lavish rich people place so and i think she was meant to be in chicago this week right if if the tour uh, had actually happened i think yes she was meant yeah. to be in chicago yeah um again very busy but um so for the rescheduled dates when they arrive we will make sure to it probably won't like if she goes if she drops them tomorrow we're not going to be able to do another live just because benjamin has theater plans mm. and uh you know me, I'm not waiting. I'm just you you can't I'm not Ben's hesitating. Living his life. He's got kinky mm-hmm. boots on the mind. Yeah. You know, he's got things to do, people to see. Pretty um, much. Yeah. You know, I I on the other hand would be definitely ready, but I don't want to leave the kids out. So we'll go live again when we're ready to report once those dates are out. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, that's the other thing, is it it'll give you guys a second to sort of marinate. If it does, if they happen tomorrow, everybody will be like, okay, so wait, what am what am I gonna do? Am I gonna stick with that date or am I gonna have to reschedule <laughs> right. or find another opportunity? Oh, Lord, I'm not you know, ready then, for it. Yeah, as am I. I mean, I don't a hundred percent know, you know, what my life I it's hard because as a teacher, you know, I have to sort of plan it way in advance and think about like, okay, am I going to have to fly somewhere? Is it going to be like, if it's on a freaking Tuesday, like that's a problem. Hi kids. All right. Well, we're going on a school field trip yeah. today <laughs> and uh, you're going to wait over there in the parking lot while uh, Miss Liberty goes in and, and watches the show. I'll be back yeah. in about five hours. <laughs> I know. Aye, aye, aye. Get your parent, get your parents to sign the the authorization form. Yeah, that's right. Everybody get ready. Here's your cone bra. You wear this one. Johnny, do you have your permission form? I'm sorry, you can't go. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, also today on Instagram, our lady of the hour posted again. I got to say, in waiting for the ticket announcement, I've also been starved for Madonna posts because ever since the hospital, she's been very off Instagram, which is not like Madonna. She's trained us to expect her posting much more frequently than she's been. But uh, I was very happy to see her post today, which again, makes me feel like she's in much better spirits and she's definitely recovering and she's looking healthy. Um, her, Her post was well tonight. We were all dressed up and nowhere to go. But soon, very soon, I'll be traveling to you, 
And I was like, traveling, traveling. Leave Come on, Madonna. Tra- travel over, travel over. Uh, traveling I mean, down my own road. Good one. That's a that's a good running song. I don't run, but when I hear Sky Fits Heaven, I'm like, put, oh, me, yeah. on a, put me on a treadmill. Uh, and I, I was like, again, when I saw that post, I'm like, well, if Madonna's bored in the house, she's more than happy. More, we'd more than welcome her on the on the show, you know, but. Uh, again, it it looks like she's feeling better. And I loved that shot of her standing in front of the self, the, the mirror with the, her vanity with the light and it, it like illuminated her hair. Oh, that was gorgeous with very, all the books. Very bedtime story at the Brit Awards type of like long blonde hair. It was gorgeous. Yeah. But you know what I loved about that the most was there was this sort of juxtaposition of like intelligence and glamour in two shot, you know, in one shot in these two very like, sometimes opposing, um, you know, forces in this world. And all of the books give this sort of, because we know she's well-read. She know We know that she's always giving, she like, she gives people books and, um, and then, and then yet she is goddess, ethereal, glam. There's so many things going on in that photo. It was an excellent photo. Mm-hmm. I really liked that too. I like the one where she's sitting next to the bidet that was my favorite. <laughs> I love that one too. Um, you know, cause a good bathroom shot. Um, but also it's just a cool angle. Um, and I love the Botticelli like curls. It's so pretty. She was wearing her Batuka veil. I saw. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, r- really nice to see the, that was really the, this is like the first of the usual several or, you know, four to five, um, you know, pictures you can sort of pop. Yeah, she through. she she gave us a carousel again after. Yes. Uh, you know, like one, two pictures here or there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was. Oh, real quick, Ben, what are you wearing? What 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 shirt are you wearing tonight? Oh, uh, I'm in the erotica tank top. Oh, I love it. It's one of my favorites. My I like to wear it when I go to like <laughs> gay spaces and events and. You get that look from people who sort of maybe know what it is, but clearly don't. And then, you know, everybody like over a certain age is like they point and nod and they get <laughs> it, you know. I love that TikTok filter that I used on the reel. The yeah, other that day. was hot. Uh, I was like, oh, my God, there's an erotica filter on TikTok. This is I'm I'm always going to use this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I need I wish- if somebody could create like a bedtime story video TikTok filter with like a spinning uh sunflower that like the yeah. petals close oh, around like, like that from would the be, video that put would my lips heaven. here and like <laughs> that would be cool there yeah. is one that moves your eyes and your your mouth yeah, that's right it, there yeah. i remember there used to be one i think it was on snapchat a long time ago too there was like two Ooh, showing my, your age two mouths. <laughs> No. <laughs> <I know. laughs> back when i used to i used to use that app not anymore is that I, around I, still what yeah. why do, I, I think snapchat? the kids still use it oh the kids still use snapchat the teenagers that way their parents can't see the messages yeah. i see yeah did you watch uh sorry just a, a quick second did you watch the new season of heartbreakers yet i haven't oh it's so good it's wonderful season two just came out i love heartbreakers it's such a wonderful Ben, you'd love it. It's a gay show, gay coming of age show. And I, every time I watch it, I'm always thinking, oh, I missed out on this by not being out to myself in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, It's beautiful. It's wonderful. But they, um, they only communicate 
via Instagram. Like they don't text each other. And I was like, why are they only using Instagram? And I'm like, that's yeah. Because their son. parents, their parents can't see their Instagram DMs versus right. their text message. But I, I didn't know. I was like, why are they? And like, there's one moment where like one of the characters was trying to desperately get in touch with one of the other ones. And I'm like, why isn't she calling her? <laughs> Dial the phone like, number. Just you pick crazy? up the phone. Like she's texting, texting, texting. I'm like, call her. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, but I, so uh, my t-shirt I'm wearing, I don't know if you can see this. It's a very beautiful t-shirt, um, Madonna True Blue, that our wonderful listener and supporter, Ron Redvinsky, gave me as a little gift when I visited him in California. So, oh, Ron, that's amazing. You're so Thanks, sweet. Thanks, Ron, for, uh, I, I was like, oh my God, I, I know this isn't an authentic Madonna t-shirt, but I kind of love it anyway. It's gorgeous. You're not wearing that's not a Madonna shirt, is that Liberty? That's just no, pink. I'm a Barbie girl in okay. a Barbie world. <laughs> ben, what's happening in the chat? I can see you reading. You're uh, you're very pe- you're well, very you're very people, in the chat today. People are talking about they've seen dates that have been rescheduled for like Denver. Someone said Denver's been rescheduled for March. And what was the and then there was another one, and I was like Oh, that's very interesting. So I asked them to share with us where they are finding that information. I Like I said, I saw someone, I think it was Dennis maybe posted something on Facebook, but um, I've seen it as well. And I thought they were more like placeholders. I don't really know how official that might be, but um, I'll look and see what those are really quick. Yeah, I was, I had hopped on Ticketmaster today for two reasons. One was to see if, Madonna's tour dates had possibly been updated. They had not. But then the other was to see about trying to get Kylie Minogue tickets in Vegas. Well, let me just tell you, everyone, uh, that was a shit show because <laughs> the Kylie tickets, uh, they they weren't doing it on Ticketmaster. It was through like the Voltaire Hotel site in Vegas. And what a disaster. So the Voltaire website could not manage the immense amount of people that were trying to get tickets. So people were requesting tickets. The site was crashing. It wasn't letting them, it was freezing. It was just pinwheeling, pinwheeling, pinwheeling. Um, so that was one part of the shit show. The second part was those tickets are make Madonna's tickets look cheap. Like they're doing travel packages. So it's like, for your airfare, your hotel, and your ticket. And you have to sit in a booth with your friend. And it's a minimum spend of like $500 a piece for food. And you have to get caviar. And I'm like, what is happening? Where where have we gone? Like, I I don't know. I I miss the days when things were affordable. Like, Like a $20 Blonde Ambition tour ticket. You know, like now it's... That's just cost prohibitive. I'm uh, sadly not going to be able to see Kylie because I can't afford $2,500 to go to Vegas. And wow. now they're like, people are reselling them already for like, like there's so there's $200 standing room tickets that people are already reselling for $1,800 on StubHub. I'm like, wow. I'm sorry, but if you buy a ticket, you should have to go to the show. I, I don't understand this whole reselling thing where people are just doing it to make money. Like, that shouldn't be allowed. You should have to be a fan. I know it sounds petty, but like, if you buy a ticket, you should have to go to the show. 
Yeah, I wish there was really a way to sort of police that or to better, you know, like control what happens. You know, a lot of a lot of people who are really desperate for tickets just end up sometimes you can't even log in when you want to to, know. you know. I mean, not everybody is like sitting in front of their computer 24 seven, even at work. We have jobs. (laughs) Right. I'm not allowed to be on those types of sites at work. So I don't, Oh, sorry, kids. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be there for about 45 minutes. (laughs) But forget that. I don't want to be on my phone doing that. That's like even (laughs) scarier because I don't know why, but I just don't trust that. Carla, Jenny, I told you not to smoke in the girls' bathroom. You're in detention. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, but what I, you're t- but to circle back to Madonna and what you're talking about with the Kylie experience, this is something that a lot of people have said, oh, Madonna should do a residency and and play in Vegas or do something in New York. But it would be the same cost issue there, too, because these are experiential things that are geared toward the higher end consumer yeah. who is looking for that sort of experience, not even necessarily because they're a fan of the artist, but they they seek out these sort of experiences. So I'll give props to our queen for still trying to rock it out in a arena tour and, you know, giving us that show with, and, you know, the, the show that I had had tickets for, um, I mean, the nosebleed seats were legitimately $85, which still sounds like a lot, but I mean, you could go see Madonna for $85 if you wanted to sit way right. up there. So... Right. You know, you're in the room. It, you're in the room. You you're get in to the hear, room and hear the music. You skip. absolutely. You can watch the whole thing on the screen. Um, you know, a lot. That's what a lot of people are doing. It. Beyonce and Taylor Swift. They're oh, watching I saw it on so the many screen. People. So, like, yeah. I, I think I've seen video. Uh, that's how I've seen Taylor Swift and Beyonce's shows. Is people recording video of the screens, not of the stage because yeah. they're too far away. They like, so they just film the, the, the screens so you can actually see what's happening. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Ticket tickets are, it's insane. I, I don't, it's yeah. such a but, business now. But as we've seen with like both the reaction from fans and the media coverage of both the Taylor Swift tour and the Beyonce tour, like part of it is like the group experience. I mean, and this is what, I think for a lot of fans with the delays for celebration and, um, you know, part of that frustrating is everybody was looking forward to finally getting back together for that in mass, the big experience, which with Madonna, we've not had now. I mean, it'll be 2024 next year before it comes to the States. For a lot of people, it will have been nine and eight years since we had that in a in a Madonna setting, right? Because Madam X was so much smaller and it mm-hmm. just didn't have the same energy because there weren't enough people to make yeah. that sound yeah. that takes over the venue. The roar. The, the, the roar, the, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. just... It, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be nice to have that back. I mean, you could hear the roar when Taylor Swift played here. You literally could hear the roar from like miles away. You could hear the people screaming from the 70,000 person stadium. Like it was just insane. And I thought, Oh, that's what I miss about seeing the big artist is that sensation and, yeah. and how that, what that taps into us as humans. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. it we're going to get there. It's just taking a little longer than we had hoped, but yeah, for sure. Liberty, what are you distracted doing now? Now you're reading. I'm the trying. Comments? I was trying to find those dates, but I can't okay, find well, them anywhere. You know what? 
put that away. Come back to us. I, I, I don't <laughs> like that you're distracted from the state thing. It's not. I was. Not, I was doing not research. That important. Yeah, she was doing ready reference. That's what we call it in the library industry. She was doing ready reference. Mm. It's okay. I think that maybe most of them have, maybe they've disappeared out of, out of like fake news. I don't know, but they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> so. Whatever you heard, guys, it's all a lie. <laughs> Oops. I didn't know I couldn't talk about dates. Uh, mm, mm, mm. All well, right, what else were we going to talk about? In another this week thing. In so, um, one of the one of our lovely listeners uh, was giving me shit on Instagram, as some of our people tend to love to do. Send me hate messages. Um, I get probably one, at least one a week. Um, this one was giving us shit for not addressing Madonna's. First album, 40th anniversary, um, on the day that it happened. I'm like, well, I'm sorry that we had a hallowed guest from dancer of three Madonna tours and choreograph of three others. It's like, I take the guests when we can get them, people. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to be like, no, sorry, we're going to talk about Madonna's album instead. You can't come on the show. It's like, sorry, that's that's not how it works. Um, But I figured since somebody reminded me that we hadn't talked about the 40th anniversary, I thought we'd talk about it tonight. So, um, yeah, Madonna's first album has been around for 40 years, which Mm -hmm. is kind of cuckoo bananas to think about that. uh, I remember when (laughs) that album came out. Um, So what... What do you think about that? Where, where where does that put you when you hear that Madonna's album is 40 years? I mean, it's it's so crazy to think that that music has been with us basically our entire lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's made me who I am and I wouldn't be where I am or who I am without that record at all. Like having, you know, it definitely changed the course of my life. It changed the course of, I think, a lot of uh, fans' lives who who have been around since that since that time. So it, it, the weird thing is, is it doesn't feel like when I think of 40 in, you know, just the number, you know, or age, I think, Oh, that's a long time. That's old. Or at least I really thought that was very old. Let's say when I was 22 or three, but, um, (laughs) I don't think of it as, you know, because to me, it still sounds so fresh. It's like, it's not like you're listening to, you know, an old Rolling Stones record or something like that. It has, such a contemporary feel then and and to now and it doesn't even wholly sound like a lot of what was on the radio in that at that time mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i think oh, that's i think what even even the songs of madonna's that sound like they're from the 80s mm-hmm. still transcend at least to me still transcend the 80s in a way that like some of those like one hit wonders that never made it past the 80s weren't able to achieve you know like i think i mean especially from the first album holiday does not sound like an 80s song that just sounds like an eternal classic right like there's just something so timeless about like somebody could release holiday today and maybe it would be a little bit more souped up with drums and and production and synths but otherwise it's that's a perfect song like there's that's such a great song. And there's a reason why Madonna always performs that song in tour. I hope we will see that again in a different iteration of some way. Cause I love when she reinvents that 
song on tour. So I, I really hope that I'm sure we will at some point during the show. Um, but I then I think about a song like Burning Up. Burning Up definitely sounds like that's an 80s song. Like Yeah, is, there are a lot of 80s elements, this guitar yeah. part with coupled in the pop, you know, with the pop. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. it's just, there's something so Arrow. 80, but mm-hmm. I just love it. I, I think it, it works. You know, there's, uh, maybe I know it. That would be the one that's like, okay, that's, that's definitely stuck in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, I see, mean, I think, think of me as the time capsule song there and, mm, and, yeah. and physical attraction is very much a time capsule song also. Yeah. It, but I love it just depends song. on how you listen to it. I really think physical attraction is. I get, I do understand where you're coming from there, but I think of physical attraction. Maybe it's the stru- the structure of the song that I think is, and also all of the the varying like length. Um, not the album version, but the ones that you can get like as the seven inch and like the long you know the longer play ones. They have such a different structure and a long long structure, which was unusual for pop eighties because mm-hmm. they were. Short, sweet, to the point, deliver the message. Um, I mean, physical attraction. Anytime Madonna's breathily talking in a song, uh, I'm sign me up, you know? Yeah, that part. I see. And I think that's the part that sounds maybe more time capsule like speaking in a song to me is very heavy. I don't know if I always love that sort of like we got that on her first album and then we've gotten that periodically again throughout her entire career. You know, it's, there are certain elements from the first album that she sort of established as her trademark stuff right up front. And we've continued to get those elements every now and again in some of her other songs and albums, which I've always loved. And I'll say this too. I think like if, and comparatively speaking between Madonna and like a virgin, the, the Madonna record to me sounds way more cross era or cross times than, than, than like a virgin to me, like a virgin is ex- like really in a bubble. You, I think the difference to me from the first album to the second album is you can tell that there was a bit more freedom mm-hmm. and less uh, like record company control. Whereas like a virgin was like, here's your producer, go to work and turn out some hits type of thing. Which to me speaks a lot to whatever um, Seymour Stein heard because he would have had to know that this was something that was going to like catapult it. You just forever, Mm. it would live forever in, in everybody's minds, you know? And of course it could have just been, her, you know, um, we sure. hear sort of legends about like what she was like, but at the same time, I think that the record speaks a lot for itself and, and the, and the musicality and, and all of the ideas that were going into it. And that hunger is so, uh, poignant throughout. You can just hear it that, um, that it's like a yearning for, for eternity. I don't know if that's even the right way to put it, but it's just like, I want to live forever. That record says that more than to me, any of the others. Mm. Ben, what are your thoughts on first album? Uh, I mean, I think it was definitely an identity setter as the two of you have said. 
I think the change that Liberty's talking about from that album to Like a Virgin was Madonna deciding, oh, I want to make my version of Thriller. Yeah. And so it was the big sound of the moment. But then even on the album tracks that she did, that she wrote with Steven, even with Nigel's production or Niles's production, you know, it, it still has the spirit of the first album. And so I think Liberty's correct in that the first album is her DNA that she always keeps going back to. And we've seen this repeatedly with, you know, the revisitations of the themes of the songs and sort of, you know, getting back to that energy, like music, that mm-hmm. album very much harkens back. Yeah. Confessions does it. Um, yeah. I mean, the only time that she didn't harken back to it when she took a big leap forward was really erotica and ray of light. Like, you know, those were true like leaps forward in her style and presentation and what she was trying to do with her music. And you could make the argument also that American life was in that same wheelhouse, but yeah, it's like the template. But for me, the thing I always take away from the first album is, um, you know, sort of like a life manifesto with with the lyric, you know, unlike the others, I'll do anything. I'm not yeah. the same. I have no shame. I'm on fire. I mean, that is everything you need to know about her, right? Mm-hmm. From then and, and as much as everything else that came after it was written like a slogan and, and brandied like a manifesto, that line right there, it's that drive and that compulsion is just... Yeah, it's there in the music. It's not even a performative element of the artist in representation. It's there in the music. And yeah, yeah, you just can't, you can't fake that. It's there. And that's what I really appreciate about the first album. And 40 years on, like, I listened to it quite a bit there. Was that last week? Oh my God, what is time? Um, <laughs> you know, and like you said, a song like Holiday and Lucky Star and Borderline, like they have held up and they feel eternal. Now, part of that is the memory of the zeitgeist, right? And sure. that they were sure. omnipresent and they have a familiarity, just well, like a and prayer. The, hook, the yes, hooks are yes. so infectious. Like you just can't, you hear to those songs and it's this, it's the subtle simplicity where it's like, it, it tricks you. It, oh, I've frozen again, haven't I? <laughs> you'd think the internet service i'm sitting right by yeah. the the router well, it's, it's 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 the songwriting yes but there's also i because i think about how the songs were released and didn't take off and then became hits later right mm-hmm. like yeah and and how how many times did they technically release lucky star before it finally took off it was like three times and you know, and like a virgin got delayed because, you know, they were waiting for the the late blooming hits from the album to sort of cool off at radio, which there's that interview where she was like, well, the album's done and I'm ready to release it because yeah. she was she was ready to move on. She was burning up and <laughs> she had no shame. So, <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, I love definitely. that you zeroed in on that lyric, though, because, I mean, of course, the whole, because what Madonna's really great at, as far as I think in songwriting, is she's really good at using, I think, let's say, 
easily translatable or easily um, understood by many, I don't know if metaphor or like phrases, right? Things that everybody, everybody it's relatable. Knows. They're they're yeah. relatable. Yeah. There well, I mean, for example, the like the phrase "lucky star" and "wishing on a star." It it's everybody has this yeah relatable experience with with that. So that particular line though has such a it it's so like can live forever you know rent free in your brain as far as who she is but inside of us like especially a lot of madonna fans i think they all wish that they could be just like that oh it's um, a mantra you could totally yeah. use that as you know you're strutting down the street you know and you are like wearing that tight pair of jeans and that cool jack that you just got and you're like i'm not the same i have no shit yeah it's like I'm on fire. yeah it's good it's good it's, yeah. it's anthemic anthemic is an excellent word i think um there was another thing i think the uh, other part of this is the whole record is just like dance you could yeah. dance the entire time you can do it, you know, you can use it for working out. You can use it for dancing. I've always said that I wish that I had like a single room in my house with like huge speakers, disco lights. And that was just like where I would go. And oh, see, you nuts. need you need a mom cave. What, oh, no. What's that? What's that? The the she shed out back? A she shed, right? yeah. A she shed. Oh, <laughs> Lord, help it. You've never yeah. heard that? Yeah, it's, just, it's called a she shed. And uh, that's your place out mm -hmm. back for you to retreat when you're not want, big enough when you I need space. like space you need you need more than a shed <laughs> i need like 600 square feet i need like a huge <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Room. But i need a she, a she studio to, to liberty's point and of course i'm trying to google it and i can't remember which publication it was in but what you're talking about about the relatability to digestibility there's oh my god and i can't remember who wrote the review and i feel like it was in the new york times for one of the late career albums but they talked about how madonna's most successful songs are written like slogans mm -hmm. that's and it so, yeah it's like express yourself right so right there the title is both a slogan and a manifesto and it's it's relatable and it's digestible and it translates across languages yep and i wish People in the chat, if anybody remembers what <laughs> um, review or magazine that was in or newspaper, I feel like it wasn't that long ago. And I, because I, I feel like it was a review of a, one of the more recent albums talking about how she doesn't do that anymore. That mm -hmm. post confessions, she stopped writing in slogans. There's some parts there's like a in, few there's a few songs where she come still, alive yeah come you know, alive definitely crazy you must think i'm crazy but like one of the last great slogan songs obviously was get together right yeah uh, that yes. is an example Amen. of how she could still do that even in her legend era she could write a song that was both a slogan and a manifesto and distilled the essence and it could translate across cultures and languages and i mean i'm oh hoping... somebody said it was a review for rebel heart which tracks because that album tried really hard to be sloganish there was a just, lot of try hard there yeah but, yeah it was and i think that was part of it she was trying to capture and she gave interviews about that where she was trying to capture that original first album magic mm. and it just 
she couldn't pull it back together. And so in some ways, it's like the perfect distillation of who she is as a musical artist. I wouldn't say it's the best distillation of who she is as a conceptual or visual artist. I mean, the looks and the videos and the persona and the ideas got much more interesting later on. Right. Um, But musically, it's like the blueprint for who she wanted to be. And it is interesting to think about like, yeah, Rebel Heart's a good comparison because it couldn't be further. It was too many tracks. And I mean, not that it didn't have great songs, like Living for Love had potential to be a slogan type anthem, but they ruined it when they remade it. (laughs) That to me speaks to, you know, when you have more than one to two writers on a song, you you start to sort of mix messages because only I live in my brain, only... You know, only Stefan lives in Stefan's brain. And when that I know, you know of, like when, <laughs> well, you do have two little, uh, um, Gemini. no, but, but what I mean is like, you know, for example, when Stefan and I are working on a track or we're working on a song that we're going to, you know, we, we have, it takes a lot of really refining what feeling we're trying to get across. And given that, you know, I'm in one part of the country and he's in another that is really difficult to do because that it's difficult to relay the tone or the feeling that I'm trying to get you know that and when I and when I'll you know send something back to Stefan and I'm like don't you see it you know what I mean or Stefan sends to me like I don't understand why you you know why do you how are you, you not, kind of how are you not getting yeah. this how are you not getting this liberty what are you not yeah. understanding <laughs> it takes a lot it takes a lot yeah. so I think when you know and and I think that that's true of a lot of music today is that there's a lot of people with their fingers in the pudding too many cooks in the kitchen yeah I, I, well let's come up with another one um too many uh, fingers in the pudding that's that's nasty <laughs> ew y'all, because y'all, <laughs> I mean I would I'm about to stick and Jesus on you I would too. stick my hey. own finger in the pudding but I don't want somebody oh else's finger goodness. in the pudding that would just be nasty nasty <laughs> too many hens in the hen house fingers are in know. your pudding where's the beep button <laughs> next time you want pudding baby oh jesus <laughs> just look just in look mirror. in the blender <laughs> just look in the blender <laughs> just look in the jello and the next tub. time you want do next time you want pudding just look in the in the refrigerator baby <laughs> Rich, third shelf <laughs> too many syllables <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh. you get, I mean, you get what I'm saying is it's just like, I got, I've got a word in on that song. You know, I have a word in on the song. You know, I have yeah. another, you know, I would love a pure, you know, it's Madonna and Stephen Bray. Just, just. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, I have high hopes for Madonna and Max Martin. I, yeah. I, I, I think the production is going to be stellar. I think the writing is going to be pretty top notch. And I do think they're going to go anthemic in some way. So, Maybe Ben, this will be her return to slogan to, songs. Yeah, a slogan song, but also, you know, I think that she has wanted that for a really long time, and she just keeps getting like, yeah, but Madonna, don't you want to? You know, it's like sliding sliding the twenty dollar bill across the I table. Think, like, come on, I think Madonna, her. Come on. I think that's what would not elevate her music because I think her her music has been. So different and so experimental, but <laughs> I keep you freezing. Frozen. You I were know. frozen and it was a really good face too. I it was like freezing. <laughs> now, um, now I'm sitting here like, okay, so what other songs in the later catalog would technically, I don't search, I find comes really close. Mm-hmm. 
but it just didn't, it just didn't. It, well, it doesn't have the hook. It's and too it literature. And it never takes off. It yeah. never takes off the way that an express your, I mean, cause you can name the slogan manifesto vibe songs, right? Like holiday, lucky Papa star, don't preach. Papa don't preach, material girl, like a virgin, open your heart, like a prayer, express yourself, vogue. Like you can just start going. It's almost like, like she's, it's a command. It's yes, when, she, it's yes. when Madonna is singing first person to somebody else. So it's like, you know, I, uh, you know, express yourself. She's talking to us. She's talking from her to you. Can we get together? It's she's posing a question, mm-hmm. you know, Papa don't preach. She's telling somebody, please, you know, like, don't do this. It's there, there's, you know, Vogue. Don't just stand there. Let's yeah. get to it. You know, like, don't she's, tell me get together. Yeah. There's yeah. commands that, and there's hooks infectious yeah. hooks that come yeah. along with those songs. I love, I don't search. I find most specifically the offer remix, but I, it, yeah, the, there's a miss there's, it's missing a hook a little bit, Yeah, mm-hmm. but still a great song. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would, I'm, I but, mean, ho- hopefully Max Martin is cranking out a hook, uh, a hook with, uh, with her on, on whatever song they've come up with. I, I had high hopes for whatever her and Sikik have put together. Um, but yeah, well, I, her and Katy Perry were in the studio before yeah. she was in the hospital. Who knows what's coming? Oh, right? I tried to forget that. Thanks for reminding. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. I think that's. Not, I think that's. Look, I mean, when I think of Katy Perry, I think of Sarah Hudson. So you know, look, then I think of Dua Lipa. And so. I know. I actually wondered if maybe because Katy was involved with Madonna, I wondered if. Oh, here I go freezing again. I wonder if ooh. that's because you're putting out the devil's work with this. What you're about to say, <laughs> I was sticking my finger in the pudding. It's I. I want wonder... to get chopped off by the blender. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if maybe Sarah is involved in writing for Madonna in a song. If Katie was involved, because you I know Sarah so. can't say anything until that song is out, right? Oh. Sarah's outfits lately, mm. <gasps> so good. I don't know if you, uh, for anyone listening, if you, we had Sarah Hudson who uh, co-wrote Levit- Levitating and she's written a couple other Dua Lipa and she's written, you know, Dark Horse with Katy Perry and she's won Grammys and she's amazing. If you don't follow her on, on Instagram, you're missing out because she wears some of the most amazing outfits. Like, yep. Amazing. I'm like, oh my God, I want to raid her closet, even though I probably wouldn't be able to fit in any of her clothes. I know. She's a tiny little thing, but I would just wear that like her pants is a scarf or something. <laughs> yeah. She had a cool, um, a very, the cone looking, it was, oh, it was gorgeous. A halter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, so um, good. Jean-Paul Gaultier. It was a cone. It was a Gaultier. Yeah, it was Gaultier. I, I couldn't have so the sound good. on because yeah. I was at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyway, so. anyway, yeah, go follow Sarah Hudson. Cause she's yeah. great. But I, I hope cause it was, it's been her dream to write with Madonna and she's always come super close and super close and it's never happened. So like, who knows, maybe, maybe yeah, it'll happen. This time. Um, as in Germany, drück die Daumen, drück die Daumen, press your thumbs. That's what they say oh, for cross your fingers. That's, that's pudding talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fingers in the pudding, kids. All right, let's go. Okay, you, like YouTube is going to end up flagging this and like <laughs> taking it down. Y'all so nasty. We're talking about pudding. Sure. There I'm is a, no. I'm a good Christian no, girl. YouTube, I know what you're talking YouTube about. YouTube does not know an intention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, ben, lord! What's ha- what's happening in the chat? Is there anything we need to 
respond uh, we're respond not to? not at the moment everyone's talking about who they'd like to see madonna collaborate with and there was a lot of discussion about what songs well we sort of had a side conversation about rebel heart after i sort of slagged it but so i had to defend <laughs> it in the chat because i love rebel heart but my point was is that you know it wasn't there weren't the slogans and the manifestos but there were some great songs like Let's, ghost town ghost town living for love the title track mm. i love the title track on rebel heart like the original or the uh, well the the i, I actually, love the I, avici version i like i like I the too. redone guitar one not the original from oh the i i version. see i i think because the avici version leaked first mm-hmm. i just like i always had that that the rebel heart and it's mm-hmm. like there was just something so like i loved that and wash all over me i mean i still yeah r.i.p i didn't like r.i.p wash all version. over me Ugh. i still miss that that avici version was always like the version for me but yeah and there are so many others in that in just in that waterfall of things that you know live somewhere in the in the in the ether but Oh, I um, wish I wish she would have just done the Avicii album with some of the leak tracks like Revolution and some mm, of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would have just been that sound. Cause you know, if you got if you managed to get your hands on what was it? It was like the 36 track, the iconic leak. Yeah. That had like I don't Revolution. know what you're talking about. Oh, I do, and I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> like, who cares? But it's been a while now. We can I mean, some of those tracks on there were so great, and they they had that simplicity of the first yes. album. Because it was her and him. And, and yeah, well, I think there was his, like I think there was yeah, there was a couple team. other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust but, bitch. You know, I get it that part of I think why they they flinched on that was because the sound that sound was everywhere. It was a little that. too overplayed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was overplayed, but like the songs as they were written in that style were fantastic. It's, mm-hmm. It could have been a confession situation where she had those songs that she'd written with him and his team and then just found a different producer. Yeah. Right. Like, right. like yeah. sort of like ray of light, you know, where yeah. she was, she yeah. was working with Patrick Leonard and then she's like, mm, but I kind of want this sound. And then that's what happened. But yeah. Or even confessions because confessions, she wrote a lot of some of those songs with mere way. And then some with that, with the, uh, uh, that, uh, no, the production team out of Sweden. Oh, yeah. Stuart only wrote like what four or five of the songs mm-hmm. on Confessions. The rest mm-hmm. of them were written with like other people, but yeah. he gave it that cohesive sound, just like Billy Bubbles did with Ray of Light. So, yeah, it was a missed opportunity for something like that. Cause, and it, cause it had, well, it's that because energy. Rebel Heart was the, the reason why we got so many tracks on Rebel Heart was because they were trying to give, she was trying to come up with songs to go to other places other than just the album. Like she was yeah. trying to get a song on the 50 Shades of Grey soundtrack, which is mm-hmm. why there was so many sex songs. And she, I think she came up with a couple versions and they turned her down. So that didn't happen. And then she tried to get a song on the Giver soundtrack, which is why we got Messiah and that turned her down. You know, like she was trying to be all over the place as well as putting out an album all at the same time. And I think had, you know, the giver and 
Fifty Shades of Grey actually accepted some of her songs, the Rebel Heart album would have been very, very different than what we would have gotten because she yeah. would have focused it more. Like We basically got a double album because people turned down her soundtrack offerings. And so as a result, she was just like, well, fine, I'm just going to put it all on my album. And I so actually didn't know any of that. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like all of the sex related songs from that, that's they were meant to be possibilities for the 50 shades of gray soundtrack so if you it makes you go a lot of and, sense now. if you go back and listen to it you're like, like oh think of it in terms of 50 shades of gray and it's like oh yeah this makes total sense yeah that makes a lot of sense because i i guess i at the time i remember thinking like wow okay so we are going to be a little you know dita dita's kind of you know cracking the door <laughs> and seeing what's going on um but uh i didn't realize that how did I miss all, what was I asleep or something? I think it was at the gym back when I used to do that sort of thing. There you go. You're doing yoga and Pilates. No, I was weightlifting like a maniac. Um, they're, Hey, you got to get your lift on, on right? That's you know, right. If, That's if you're going right. to be, you know, eating all that pudding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time. Oh my God. What else? Anything? Anything? Do we, anything? Uh, what about those two um, magazine covers? Did you guys get those, uh, or have you found them or looked for them? The two, like the one is Vogue, like but from MDNA tour, and the other cover is one of the first of her photo shoots. It's like eight, very eighties uh, look. I think it's Time magazine. Is it Time? The yes. You, I think you are I haven't yeah. looked for them. I haven't. But... <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I don't. I've seen a lot of folks posting about it, which makes me think I have to get it, which, you know, I don't. But you know. I just I, I think I have all those photos in magazines already. Yeah, I think it's something for the 40 year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a, a celebration. So. Yeah, which is nice. But uh, I used well, to be crazy. I, about I wonder magazines. I wonder if they they planned on having that because they figured she was going to be on tour. You know, yeah, like those things. I mean, that edit- was editorial already. schedules are put in place months in advance, so they oh, probably yeah. they probably figured that was going to be a celebration of Madonna, who's currently on tour, and they yeah. probably had to they had to rejigger some of that. So the hope was she would be again everywhere, you know, yeah. with the music, music, and yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, that's the 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 blessing in disguise is, uh, although I mean, I'm so happy that Madonna is recovering and she's going to be back in our lives very very soon um but it's like we have all this stuff to look forward to you know we have reunions with madonna friends and fans that we'll get to see on the road and friends that we've never met yet in person we'll we'll get to see and uh, we'll get to have fun putting together some outfits for the shows and get to make some new memories and i can't wait to be able to experience the tour for the first time in person and get to see what's your favorite number going to be from this show. Cause we, you know, we all have a favorite number from a a show that she's done. And um, it'll be curious to see if she does like a typical Madonna number where it's just like her on the stage just by herself being Madonna and commanding the stage. And yeah, I'm excited to hear the, the different, uh, arrangements that she does for the songs, oh, the studio like, versions. Yeah, I just I can't. It's it's so wonderful to think that we're on the precipice of that happening. And although it should have been here already, it's not. It's still something that we get to look forward to. And like I keep saying, the new music that I'm 
praying. Oops, there goes my light again. I think it overheated. <laughs> um, that's when I know you're, it's time to end. It's like, you're oh, I'm fine. the lights out. <laughs> we, did, we did have an interesting question for the three of us in the chat. If oh, you okay. could choose the opening song for Celebration, what would your choice be? Into the Groove. Hmm. Oh, Ben. Oh, I, oh, uh, I, see, I want it, I want it to be a slogan song. So I would want it to be like express yourself probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Well, see, I, I'm overthinking already because I'm like, I don't want it to be a song that she's already opened to tour with. And, you know, so like, I, uh, I mean, I f- have been saying, I feel like it's going to be everybody just because it, it's her first single and it just seems like that would be the most logical sense of her opening with that. Even though I don't necessarily feel like that's an opening tour song. I don't feel it's as grand as there's just that, that um, the recognizable, that's why I think of into the groove. It's because if you can imagine, right. That like, and I mean, if you're not in your seat at that point, yeah, you know. I mean, that's but, like I could see her opening. Well, I, I'm holidays but, always been a closer. yeah. I was gonna say if it, if it, all of a sudden the lot the lights go down and you hear I know that everybody would, be would pee their diapers. It'd be insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be wearing diapers. For <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of diapers on the store. I'm just saying we're gonna swing be, by the Rite Aid and get some Depends on the way to the arena. <laughs> when you hit your forties, right? Well, especially if you're, eat, if, you, if you're eating all that pudding, that's not going to be a pretty picture. <laughs> I could keep putting in. Wait, mm, no, no, shouldn't, no, I won't. Do that. Okay, this joke has officially gone on too long. <laughs> all right, Stefan, we're getting yes. questions about our lady's 65th birthday. You <gasps> did have something you wanted to say about that? Right. In regards it, yes, to the I did. What, yes. what did I want to say about Madonna's birthday? Other than it's it's coming, we've got a lovely episode planned for y'all. Uh, it's our fifth annual Madonna birthday episode. It's crazy that we've been uh, again. Madonna's been doing her career for forty years. We've been doing this podcast for five. It's such a small amount of time in in the grand scheme of things. But I'm excited to put out an album. We've got some wonderful collaborations uh, forthcoming. Uh, for that and a little special something from Liberty and myself. <laughs> oh, fancy. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. No, it's something. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I hope. I hope people like it. I like it. Well, you'll all have to wait and see. I mean, life is mm-hmm. a mystery, darling. So. <laughs> um. Well, I guess that's the show for tonight. Well, uh, who knows when we'll be back? It could be. Mm-hmm. Very, very soon if she's if she releases some some tour dates um, so we can all just hold each other's hands and walk through the experience together. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. As we all scramble to like rearrange our our lives. I know it's yes. like I know I've still got a, a an airplane credit from mm-hmm. the Vancouver debacle. So I, I don't know where I'm. I was thinking, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll use that for Kylie. No, not that. That's no, not my happening. gosh. I'm so um, sorry about that part. Well, mm-hmm. if we can all, if, if y'all get tickets, we should all get tickets to Philadelphia and then we can all go together. It's I mean, been on it's, my mind. It's definitely on the agenda if my original show doesn't get rescheduled. So, mm-hmm. which is probably 
quite possible. Well, we'll I'm going to have to start looking at the calendar, aren't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for my email from SeatGeek. I'm not worrying about it until then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, remember, everybody, you can find us on Instagram and threads and Twitter. I did go back to Twitter just because I wanted to make sure that people could find us, but I'm not really on Twitter. I don't support Twitter over there. X. Okay. Sorry, whatever it's called. Whatever they're whatever they're calling themselves. What do you call them? Actually, like they're not tweets now, right? This what what are I they? Have, just like... I have no idea. It's so it's the worst branding. Uh, seriously, it's like <laughs> uh, people with money should not be allowed to run platforms like that. Um we're there at MLVC Podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe to this wonderful YouTube channel that you're watching us on uh, so you never miss a video. We you could also donate to the show. We're on Venmo at MLVC Podcast. Or if you want to become a subscriber on Patreon, get these episodes before anybody else, except on YouTube. (laughs) Patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC podcast. Everybody, that's our show for today. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate you. Um, Thank you for your wonderful support of us uh, on every episode and the lovely messages that we do get. Um, Thank you for sending that. Uh, It's a lot of work and time and effort that goes into doing these shows. It's time out of our days. Um, Liberty's got family. Ben's got a lover. You know, it's there's a lot going on. I don't, I don't get messages and I don't read them. That's all, Stefan. Don't listen to him. I forward them to Ben <laughs> and I delete them. I don't read them. <laughs> I literally don't care. He just puts me on mute. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I just I, say- got, I got things to do, people to supervise and books to write. Like I'm here for Madonna. I can't be worried about text to work out. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Liberty and um, I are over here lifting the weights. Yeah, I keeping need the, to keeping the girls up. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's I. I was in the gym doing that today just because I was like, oh, Ben's gonna be in a tank top. I've got to hit the. I've got to hit pec day today. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm cut off because so I can have my beautiful I rise faces in my background because I love our new backgrounds. They're fun. Yeah, and I we did too. get comments on them. People really enjoyed them. Oh, oh I'm so thanks. Glad. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we'll change it up next week. Yeah, we next, might next, next time. Up. Next time we we come on. If 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 we come back in like two days, though, forget it. No, but it's, it's going to be the same. It's You're the getting same. same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might put on a hat just to blend <laughs> Ooh. in. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. There we go. <laughs> well, I just want to say to the listeners, thank you so much for being part of this community. And thank you for joining us when we do these lives. It's it's It gives such a different dynamic and it gives like, it's giving so much. I love it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Everybody go out and be nice. Yeah. Spread the Madonna love. Turn That's right. Wear, get your, your cone bustiers too. Don't forget those. Mm-hmm. That's important. Have no shame. <laughs>